Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? 213. O oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for time to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Hymn 213. would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website and on the home page you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that and you will see where to click for the Wednesday evening text. The theme for tonight is A Covert from the Storm. The readings will now be given by Gary. The Bible. Psalms. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. 
Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings thou shalt trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Mark. Jesus withdrew himself with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, and from Judea. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him. And say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Isaiah 
And it shall come to pass that he that is left in Zion and he that remaineth in Jerusalem shall be called holy, even every one that is written among the living in Jerusalem. And the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For upon all the glory shall be a defense. And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge, and for a covert from storm and from rain. I will now read correlative passages from Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Beloved Christian Scientists, Keep your minds so filled with truth and love that sin, disease, and death cannot enter them. It is plain that nothing can be added to the mind already full. There is no door through which evil can enter and no space for evil to fill in a mind filled with goodness. Good thoughts are an impervious armor. Clad therewith, you are completely shielded from the attacks of error of every sort. And not only yourselves are safe, but all whom your thoughts rest upon are thereby benefited. The self-seeking pride of the evil thinker injures him when he would harm others. Goodness involuntarily resists evil. The evil thinker is the proud talker and doer. The right thinker abides under the shadow of the Almighty. His thoughts can only reflect peace, goodwill towards men, health, and holiness. Science is absolute and final. It is revolutionary in its very nature, for it upsets all that is not upright. It annuls false evidence and saith to the five material senses, having eyes ye see not, and ears ye hear not, neither can you understand. To weave one thread of science through the looms of time is a miracle in itself. In no other one thing seemed Jesus of Nazareth more divine than in his faith in the immortality of his words. He said, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away and they have not. The winds of time sweep clean the centuries, but they can never bear into oblivion his words. They still live, and tomorrow speak louder than today. 
They are today as the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight God's paths. Make way for health, holiness, universal harmony, and come up hither. The grandeur of the word, the power of truth, is again casting out evils and healing the sick. And it is whispered, this is science. Science speaks when the senses are silent. And then the evermore of truth is triumphant. The spiritual monitor understood is coincidence of the divine with the human, the acme of Christian science. Pure humanity, friendship, home, the interchange of love, bring to earth a foretaste of heaven. They unite terrestrial and celestial joys and crown them with blessings infinite. Christian science and the senses are at war. It is a revolutionary struggle. We have already had two in this nation, and they began and ended in a contest for the true idea, for human liberty and rights. Now cometh a third struggle, for the freedom of health, holiness, and the attainment of heaven. The scientific sense of being, which establishes harmony, enters into no compromise with finiteness and feebleness. It undermines the foundations of mortality, a physical law, breaks their chains, and sets the captive free opening the doors for them that are bound. The science of omnipotence demonstrates but one power, and this power is good, not evil, not matter, but mind. This virtually destroys matter and evil, including sin and disease. If God is all, and God is good, it follows that all must be good, and no other power, law, or intelligence can exist. On this proof rest premise and conclusion in science, and the facts that disprove the evidence of the senses. Science has inaugurated the irrepressible conflict between sense and soul. Mortal thought wars with this sense as one that beateth the air. But science outmasters it and ends the warfare. This proves daily that one on God's side is a majority. Jesus' personality in the flesh, so far as material sense could discern it, was like that of other men. 
But science exchanges this human concept of Jesus for the divine ideal, his spiritual individuality that reflected the Emmanuel, or God with us. Even while his personality was on earth and in anguish, his individual being, the Christ, was at rest in the eternal harmony. His unseen individuality, so superior to that which was seen, was not subject to the temptations of the flesh, to laws material, to death or the grave. Formed and governed by God, this individuality was safe in the substance of soul, the substance of spirit, yea, the substance of God, the one inclusive good. These two words in Scripture suggest the sweetest similes to be found in any language, rock and feathers. Upon this rock I will build my church. He shall cover thee with his feathers. How blessed it is to think of you as beneath the shadow of a great rock in a weary land, safe in his strength, building on his foundation, and covered from the devourer by divine protection and affection. Always bear in mind that his presence, power, and peace meet all human needs and reflect all bliss. Divine love is our hope, strength, and shield. We have nothing to fear when love is at the helm of thought, but everything to enjoy on earth and in heaven. May the wanderer in the wilderness of mortal beliefs and fears turn hither with satisfied hope. May the birds of passage rest their weary wings amid the fair foliage of this vine of his husbanding, find shelter from the storm and a covert from the tempest. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our debts, 
we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Bruce, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 148. In heavenly love abiding, no change my heart shall fear, and safe is such confiding, for nothing changes here. The storm may roar without me, my heart may low be laid, but God is round about me, and can I be dismayed? Hymn number 148.
Good evening, and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. And we warmly welcome everyone from everywhere to all of our services in person, on the telephone, or over the internet, or even listening to recordings of our services. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. Every Sunday morning, we have our weekly church service at 11 a.m. But an hour before the service at 10 a.m., we have our weekly roundtable discussion. This is where we discuss the week's lesson and other current topics and learn more about how to apply our understanding of Christian science. So be sure to join us every Sunday morning for a lively roundtable discussion at 10 a.m. and the church service at 11 o'clock. And we have a Sunday school for children every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock also. Our Sunday school is open to children from anywhere. Many of the students live out of state and they attend by calling in on the telephone through a special dedicated teleconference number. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get that phone number and our teachers will be very happy to welcome them. We have a website, plainfieldcs.com, where you'll find the very finest Christian science literature to read, study, and listen to. There are other wonderful writings by Mary Baker Eddy and writings by students who lived in her home and were taught directly by her. These are a wonderful source to get the pure teachings that Mrs. Eddy gave. There is quite a variety of helpful literature on our website, and you will always find something there to meet your need. And all the resources we have on the website are free. There is never a charge, and you don't have to join anything either. Our goal is to spread Mrs. Eddy's teachings around the world. And to aid in that goal, we have 17 additional websites in a variety of languages so that people can hear and read the healing truths of pure Christian science in their own language. So feel free to look through the, our websites. As I said, they're all free. And we have a well-equipped nursery for toddlers and infants at all our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the whole family. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ 
who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your phone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through the study and practice of Christian science. Janet, Janet from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you, Gary, for those beautiful readings. I'm so grateful for a healing I had three weeks ago. When I awoke in the morning, I felt pain in my face, specifically my right cheek. After further investigation, I realized it was my gum. It was swollen and very uncomfortable. I declared that my teeth are rooted and grounded in love. I also declared other statements during the day to keep my thought on God. During the next day, I felt the discomfort lessening. But that evening, while watching a television program, I suddenly felt a very sharp pain in my gum, and then it began throbbing. I decided that right where I was sitting, I was going to enter my closet. In the Bible, in Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 6, Jesus states, quote, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, Pray to the Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly, end quote. At that moment, I did just that. I blocked the TV completely out and declared God's allness with all my strength and with the full power of God's law. I kept at it until I felt complete peace. I think it was only a minute or so when the pain stopped immediately, and I have had no further problems. I give thanks to our Father, Mother, God, to our Master, Christ Jesus, our leader, Mary Baker Eddy, and my practitioner who reminds me of God's allness. She has said many times, if God is all, can there be anything else? And, of course, I answer emphatically, no. I am so grateful for this Plainfield Church and all the members of Plainfield who have lovingly dedicated themselves in working diligently to provide the wonderful websites, which are accessible at all times, day and night. I have turned to the PlainfieldCS.com website many times in the middle of the night finding just what I need to keep me knowing the allness of God. 
I thank you, and I love you all. Thank you. Bruce. Well, I'd like to add my thanks tonight. Um, a few weeks back, we had a lesson where the golden text was from Job, and it said, Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. And this whole idea of standing still and considering what God has and is doing is, uh, is a lesson I've needed quite a bit, and I'm still learning it. But I had a, an experience recently that uh, was a very clear example of how important that is. One time I was sitting in the backyard with my wife and enjoying the backyard. My next door neighbor come over and asked for some kind of tool to test uh, the electric circuitry in their house. So I, I handed it to the lady and she came back later and says, no, that's not what we need. And my wife says, why don't you have Bruce go over there and take a look at it? So I went over there and she very kindly invited me into her house and her husband was there. And he and I worked on it together and we found the problem and fixed it very easily. And next thing you know, I had a very grateful uh, neighbor. <laughs> They've been awesome. <laughs> I love good neighbors. <laughs> so that worked out so well. And then there was another time shortly after that that I had to take care of some lighting in another building. And I was busy disassembling these lights and replacing batteries and bulbs. And I even noticed that there was a light fixture that needed to be replaced. So I was going from one to the other, and I got to this one light fixture that had to re be replaced and bought one that would fit. And for the life of me, I couldn't install it and make it work. And I could feel the, a little bit of anxiety, like, come on, I know I'm doing this right. Start working, will you? <laughs> then I remembered that statement, to stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. And I realized I wasn't as still and listening as I should be. So I took the uh, light fixture to the vendor. He was very calm and very polite and helpful and explained to me what I needed to do. And sure enough, came back, put it in, and it was working fine. So I'm so grateful for these wonderful lessons. And in this case, the whole idea of being still and leaning on God. And that's, that's a very valuable one. I'm so grateful for everything that's going on here, all the good that's happening. Thank you. Jeremy. My gratitude tonight is for everyone who has come before, all who struggled all, through all time to follow what God had for them, to do that, to, had for them to do so that we could have all the blessings that we have right now. During my time here, I learned so much about the Bible, about Christ Jesus, about Mary Baker Eddy and her works, about the pilgrims and the eventual formation of America, about the struggle for freedom that brought about the Revolutionary War and the Civil War, and about the war sense and the economy and technology, and about Boston thinking they knew better than Mrs. Eddy and messing it so much up and about Mrs. Evans and the Plainfield Church of the 1970s and 80s bringing independent Christian science to the world. 
and about all who worked through the years to bring us this church that we have now and all it offers. And I marvel at all of it every day and God's grace and mercy guiding each individual all along the way. The great blessing that the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent is sits upon a mountain of blessings that prove that God exists and that God is good and that each one of us can make a difference if we're willing to put aside the trivialness of our human life and bow to the greater divine destiny that God has for us. I'm so in awe of all of that and for God still having a place and purpose set aside for me. I'm so thankful to him and to this church and my practitioner for giving me the opportunity to learn all this and to practice Christian science here. Thank you. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. Tonight I wish to thank our precious Plainfield practitioners. Oh, how we love you and how grateful we are for your prayers and teaching. Through this divine teaching at Plainfield, I am learning how to be a better disciple of Christ, who told us, Bless them that curse you. So different to an eye for an eye. Bless them that curse you. This has always been a duty that I have fallen very far short in. I have never, ever been able to do this before. Over the last two years, I have worked often with a wonderful recording by my practitioner, Love Your Enemies, by Mary Baker Eddy on the church website. I copied this recording onto my phone and I have used it whenever I have been treated unfairly or unkindly, and it is really helping me to change my human character and bring it into submission to the demands of Christ. This has been a powerful treatment in many situations. Violence has been turned away through this practice, and for this I am extremely grateful. It is very humbling, because in studying here at this beautiful church, I can see just how often Jesus blessed everyone. It didn't matter what they did, he just loved them and blessed them. Same with Mary Baker Eddy. When you start to know about her life, what she went through, what she did, what she wrote, what she gave, she just blessed everyone and loved everyone. And I've seen exactly the same here at Plainfield Independent. Our beautiful practitioners and teachers, they bless everyone, they love everyone, they teach everyone. What a wonderful example. It is hard and it really has required and continues to require great exertion of thought for me to put out my human will to bless those who curse you. It is divine. And Mary Baker Eddy, who did it and wrote about it and gave us the way, she spoke from experience. She was one who was hated and she blessed and loved. My prayer is for all humanity to love one another in the way that we are taught here at this magnificent church in the way that dearest Mary Baker Eddy walked, the way that Christ Jesus lived, and the way God made us to be. I am so grateful to you, dearest Plainfield Independent, 
Thank you to our holy practitioners and teachers and to our glorious singers and musicians. Sunday blew us away. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. Yes, it is. Thank you all so much and so much love to you all. Thank you. Michelle from Canada, go ahead, please. Good evening. Thank you for the precious readings tonight. They were so, they really touched my heart tonight. I am expressing my joy and gratitude for all I am learning here at the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. Today, I want to especially say thank you for learning to distinguish between mortal mind man and divine man. In the past, if someone expressed negativity, discouragement, or discontent, instead of seeing the good, I would tend to feel annoyed by it. I would take it personally as if it was a complaint against me. I would either either swallow it and hold on to it, or I would react by defending myself. This often led to a more problematic relationship. Now with all I'm hearing here, and from my practitioner, I am training in staying calm in such situations. I remember that there is no unjust, grumpy, or offending man in God's creation. All I can see and hear is God's man, his son or daughter. And that this individual is lovely in God's sight. Lately, I added a smile in these situations toward the other person, and I smile like inwardly and outwardly. This has resulted in various occasions in a change in the face of the other person toward contentment. I might, in myself, there is also a wonderful change if I do that. When I confirm the truth about the other person, I am feeling a lovely warmth and peace coming up in me. This is so wonderfully nurturing and it lifts the heaviness of the situation. I am most grateful for my practitioner who patiently guides me in these endeavors. He lately said this, and this is paraphrase. Don't let your peace be diminished no matter what your spouse does. This was in relation to a complaint I had about my spouse's discouragement. I found that sentence wonderfully refreshing. At the end, if I add discouragement to discouragement of someone else's, this is like an eye for an eye. And this is the same like was said in the testimony before. 
by Imogen. And we all know this is, was clearly rejected by Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy. Both directed us to see the divine man and not mortal mind. So I'm most grateful for my practitioner, for all of you, for all the testimonies given each Wednesday that helped me to learn. And for just Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy for showing us how to do this. Thank you. Elizabeth from New Hampshire. Go ahead, please. Good evening. This Independence Week, I would like to express my gratitude to God, Mrs. Eddy, Christ Jesus, and Christian Science for our independence from matter and its laws that is our divine right. Thank you for the wonderful readings tonight. Thank you, Plainfield, for all you do in your wonderful mission to spread God's word to the world. It's just awesome. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Shardy. Good evening. As I entered a food store the other day, I realized I had not prayed sufficiently before entering. So I stopped and prayed to radiate the Christ love and to be a blessing to all. That was in the produce. When I approached the self-checkout area, my 10 or so items, many things fell out of my purse, some flying into the main aisle. It was then that one of the assistant checkers came to my aid and proceeded to take charge, did the complete transaction in record time, and packed everything for me as I was gathering my personal items off the floor. Her name was Natalie, and she was my angel. As I looked up at her, she was gently talking to me. She was tall, with a beaming smile, and very beautiful. I thanked her several times and then went to the information counter to write her a note and report how kind and helpful she was. The woman behind the counter agreed that Natalie was an extraordinary person and that she liked her very much. I may never see Natalie again, but I will never forget her. I prayed to be a blessing and was blessed instead. Mrs. Eddy says, prayer cannot change the science of being, but it tends to bring us into harmony with it. Goodness attains the demonstration of truth, end quote. I am grateful to God, Christ Jesus, our beloved leader, Mary Baker Eddy, for all that I am learning here at this independent church and for practitioner support. Thank you. Thank you. Benjamin. Me too. I'm very grateful for um, for the reading tonight, and um, feel so lucky to be here tonight as well. Um, last um, few days ago, my my daughter had um, started experiencing um, 
high fever, which um, started by just coming and going away, so we didn't really take it serious because it just goes up and down. But uh, yesterday it was um, very steadily high, and then and it got my attention so much, and um, we decided to call her practitioner. And being a holiday, we really want her to, you know, enjoy the holiday like everybody else. And uh, we had a picnic that was already scheduled that we really want her to be part of. So I spoke with her practitioner and then she lovingly um, agreed to pray for her. And then um, one of the things that she told me was um, that mind controls the temperature of little, little children, that matter does not. And that, because her temperature was high and when I received this truth, it just assured to me that she would be fine because it was good assurance that I needed that God was actually in charge, you know, when it, especially when it comes to temperature. It wasn't um, a situational effect, but God is the one that is in control. And she told me to control to know the truth and read the truth to her, and uh, which I did for the good part of that morning. By afternoon, uh, her temperature has gone down. And um, I, when I spoke with the practitioner again, I told her that the temperature has gone down, that she's feeling well. And um, so we were able to attend the picnic, and uh, she was a completely different person. She was. Um, her healing was already started taking place already. Um, but this morning, she was a completely different person. She, I can say that she's 100% healed. She's back to her normal self. She's happy playing and uh, doing everything that she loves to do. I'm super happy and grateful to, to Christian Science, to Mary Baker A.D., to God, who love all his little children all over the world, and uh, for the practitioner who are always available and willing to help us whenever she is called upon. I'm very happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Christina, Mexico. Christina from Mexico. Go ahead, please. Good evening, everybody. Tonight, I want to thank God, especially for the scientific statement of being that has helped me in different situations. One of them is regarding suggestions of pain. A few nights ago, I had a sudden strong pain in my legs when I was lying down ready to sleep. It seemed that the pain was due to some new shoes, new shoes, I wore during the day. I denied it that a blessing could hurt me. 
But most of all, I started declaring the scientific statement of, statement of beings. After declaring it five or six times, the pain went away totally and it didn't come back. So I could sleep. What a holy relief. I thank Mrs. Sedi for this very important statement that we have in Christian science. It is the truth. It is very practical and useful for different suggestions, if not for all. It is so true, powerful, and so absolute statement that evil disappears before it. I have applied it in several cases, such as toothache, stomach disorder, leg cramps, among others. In fact, before I met Christian Science, I used to have pain in my legs at night when I was very tired. And I used to resolve the situation by taking pills, but not anymore. Thank God, through Christian Science, I knew that it was a suggestion. Pain doesn't belong to man. It doesn't come from God. It is a belief that could be overcome by prayer. And I am so grateful to God, to the Christ, to Christian Science, and to Mrs. Eddy for her wonderful legacy she gave to, me, to mankind. I'm so grateful for this Plainfield Church independent, independent, the inspired lessons every week, the metaphysical support of the practitioner, and for the Sunday roundtables that are like Sunday school lessons for adults. adults. What a blessing to listen to them. Thank you for the reading tonight, the hymns and the music. What a beautiful services we have at this blessed church. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I just want to express my gratitude for all that I, um, God has met all my needs. As I went over, I started thinking about it today and just was so overwhelmed and touched by all the things that have come that I have needed and needs met. And uh, often, uh, way ahead of time, before you even know you had a need, and there's something that uh, you have that meets that need when you need it, uh, for s such as uh, I had a cart to help me carry groceries to my uh, garage, to my front steps, and it hadn't been planned at the time as a need, but it, it showed up, and I was so grateful. But that's just one little bitty sample. There's so many, but I'm really learning how each person is individual and their needs are different. And keep your eyes in your own page and be very, very grateful for what God is doing in your life. Our hymn, second hymn said, My shepherd is beside me and nothing can I lack. And that is so true. And I'm so grateful. And it's so that we can do our work for God. And I uh, just am so grateful to be part of the church here. And grateful for my practitioner support who has 
helped me see the good that's all around. I'm very grateful for Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and this uh, church. Thank you. Thank you. Gary. There's a beautiful hymn that is sung by our, uh, what used to be a quartet, sometimes it's a trio, but anyway. Um, and it's called Amazing Grace. I'm sure most people have, are familiar with it. But in it is a verse which goes, Amazing Grace, how sweet thou art, who saved a wretch like me. Every time I hear that verse, I kind of tear up. I mean, it just, it speaks to me. Uh, it makes me so grateful that God brought me to this church. And I think it's because the Christian science that I have learned in this church that has been taught to me has shown me more of God's love for us and more of the power of that love than, I have, than anything else has ever shown me. It's an unconditional, total, perfect love, something that I had never really felt before coming to this church. This uh, Christian science that uh, I have seen and lived in this church has taught me, well, it has saved me from much of the foolishness of the world. It has uh, drummed out some of the pride that I brought with me to this church. And it has taught me that without God, I am a wretch. Not that I would want to be, but drifting in a world of materialism, it's hard to be anything better than that. This Christian science has healed me of many problems, uh, problems of health, problems of character, uh, financial business problems, you name it, it has healed many, many different kinds of problems in my life. And the wonderful thing about it is that each healing has shown me God's great love for us and has added purpose to my life. So I thank God for being God, for loving us. I thank Mrs. Eddy for discovering Christian science the science that explains God's love for us. And I guess I'm also very grateful that this science, this love of God is here for everybody. Nobody is left out. I'm so happy to be here with you all tonight. Thank you. Sharon. When I was fairly new to this church, the opportunity came to move closer to the church. I knew it was the right idea and I was happy about it. And then mortal mind started speaking to me. So I called the practitioner and she gave me uh, hymn number 148, which we just sang. And it says, in heavenly love abiding, no change my heart shall fear. And safe is such confiding, for nothing changes here. Well, that broke the mesmerism. 
And not only that, it opened the door that members of this church helped me move, got me settled, and members of the church invited me to their home for dinner. I am just so grateful how God just takes care of every need for the office of practitioner that always gives us the truth and does not let mortal mind get its foot in our thought. I am so grateful to be a member of this church and to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Florence from Georgia. Go ahead, please. Thank you. Thank you, Gary, for the reassuring reading and the beautiful prayerful hymns and the testimonies. The 91st Psalm is such a comfort. And I find myself, and I'm sure others too, that the more the meteorologists are predicting storms, the more this psalm is used. Mr. Teddy said, abide in it. And I use it like that. I am so grateful that it has never failed. It may start storming, but then it all quiets down. The power of God. I'm so grateful to God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy. And may we all have more faith to use the truthful promises given and know them for all the whole world as well. I'm grateful to be here tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. Craig. I, I wanted to thank Gary for reminding me and uh, of the 91st Psalm and giving those beautiful readings from both the 91st Psalm and from prose works. Because I know, I'm <clears throat> as I realize how much God loves and loves each of us, my life has gotten <laughs> better Wonderful things have happened, but I didn't originally think it was impossible. I, I remember I was uh, out of work, and I was given the task to work for a fellow uh, member here on a construction job, and I was—I didn't really have much construction training, but I was strong, as I thought I was, and I worked moving concrete. I do anything just to pay my rent, and I. Uh, but I was so tired, and uh, so I uh, went to practice here and was told, "Use the day by day the manna fell him for him <clears throat> forty six, and daily strength for daily needs." It goes on. Well, I went back the next day, and I had no sense of weakness. It was beginning of finding that if you have a need, strength, inspiration, or whatever, or supply, God will provide it. And uh, it makes it so much easier as each thing happens uh, to love him more, basically to see how much more he loves you. So it's easier to stand on that rock when storms are rage raging when you know that, you know, God's great love is right there with you. <clears throat> and, and we learn more and more of that. So I just thank God for the rock and, and the feathers, his gentle care that he provides and, and inspiration to 
go to do whatever is right and necessary. This is a wonderful place. So much to learn here. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. A few things to read tonight. First from South Dakota. Per this morning's early meditation, I'm grateful for this church and for the Bible lessons and for the fact that I can read them or listen to them 24-7. I'm therefore grateful to God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and to the Comforter now provided in fulfillment of the revelation of Christ Jesus. Thank you, Plainfield, also for your dedication to an emphasis on the science as presented by our leader. We are blessed by your work. And then this is from Virginia. I'm very grateful for the dedicated work of the members of this church in their staying faithful to Mary Baker Eddy's church manual as she left it. It is on this solid rock foundation that this independent church has grown to spread Mrs. Eddy's pure divine science to the world, and through their promotion of biographies of Mrs. Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian science, by those who actually lived and worked with her, the true practice and deep love of this science comes alive. The blessings included with reading these precious books include experiencing how Mrs. Eddy worked, being able to learn from the answers she gave to her students, learning how not only Mrs. Eddy but her students as well healed the most astonishing cases, seeing how loving, considerate, and patient Mrs. Eddy was, yet when she needed, she was also the most fearless and powerful. I've learned in this church to make it a regular practice of including with their study of the Holy Bible and Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Mrs. Eddy's other writings, a growing study of these particular biographies and experiencing the blessings therefrom. And from Pennsylvania, the March 5, 2017 archived roundtable includes a good discussion on honesty that struck a chord with me. Recently, I asked a fellow Plainfield Church member to support me in the endeavor to be more honest. The immediate result has been in speaking more clearly and confidently. This I attribute to less concern about either pleasing or offending others in normal, everyday conversation, which was certainly included in the roundtable discussion and got me going in that direction. Thank you, Plainfield, for your many good works. And then another from Virginia. This morning I was perusing the wonderful current articles that appear on the Plainfield website, and my eyes happened to fall on the article written by Martha Wilcox entitled, God Governs the Universe. I opened the article and started reading. I found it was exactly what I needed to know as the truth about God's universe and his reflection man. I had been working metaphysically to see through a situation and kept feeling some uneasiness to the point it had made me lose my appetite and was wearing on me mentally. I asked God this morning to please let me feel a sense of peace and to be rid of anxiety. When I read this article, it was the answer, the reassurance I needed to rise above the situation that it tried so hard to bring me down. I am so grateful for articles that appear on this website which always meet the need of the hour. Thank you for providing this wonderful gift to all mankind. 
And then from North Carolina, I just wanted to express my gratitude to the lesson writer, uh, and this is from last week's lesson, for the outstanding lesson on God. With our nation's Independence Day holiday right around the corner, this message of liberty and freedom that comes from the correct understanding of God is a powerful treatment for our country and the world. It really inspired my prayers in this direction. Thank you. I'm very grateful tonight, too, for those beautiful readings that we have in God, a, a, a covert from the storm, and how much it's needed today, and, and to know that at any time, yes, we are in the Father's house where there is peace and plenty, joy and all good things, and it's available, ever available. Um, I, too, am grateful for that beautiful 91st Psalm. I remember memorizing it at a time that was, I was having a difficult time in my life, and it was very helpful to memorize it, mainly because I had to focus and concentrate on each, each verse, and uh, so it helped me think about God and His goodness and what he provides for us when we are obedient to him. And I usually recommend that others <laughs> memorize it too. It's, it's wonderful to have it ever available. Sometimes I hear someone say, well, oh, it's so long, I could never memorize something that long. And then I think, and I think in my own instance too, how I could remember so many, you know, not very pleasant things. It was easy to remember all this unpleasant stuff, well, why couldn't I memorize a few verses of the 91st Psalm? <laughs> and of course I could, and how much better to think and dwell on the good rather than rehearsing error. So I'm just so very grateful for all the peace and comfort that Psalm gives us throughout the ages and the other beautiful verses that were included in the readings tonight. I'm so grateful to hear all the expressions of gratitude, the beautiful music, and to be with you all. Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 136. I love thy way of freedom, Lord. To serve thee is my choice. In thy clear light of truth I rise, and listening for thy voice, I hear thy promise old and new that bids all fear to cease. My presence still shall go with thee, and I will give thee peace. Hymn number 136. <laughs>